Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Yes, we are Dr. Jones indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Friday night edition of Wrestling Revisited for episode number 183, ladies and gentlemen, for the day after Thanksgiving. We all hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving indeed, eating too much turkey, cranberries, mashed potatoes, corn, cornbread, however, broccoli, salad, rolls, everything in the then some, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Friday night edition of a preempted version of Wrestling Revisit after what happened last week, ladies and gentlemen. We are back on the air, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, folks, we're going to have a lot to talk about this evening, ladies and gentlemen. one 605 caller ID, one four one three eight seven pound You can join us right now until 9 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen. That being said, of course, we, of course, will tell you we have got a lot to discuss tonight. So sit back, ladies and gentlemen, and join us, however, for the next hour or so. I am your host, the Iceman, Jared DiGirolamo, of course, coming to you live, however, tonight from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw, of course, has the night off. I am filling in for him here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. So that being said, we have got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. So let's get into it right away. And, of course, we do want to thank all of you for listening in tonight. Our first story, of course, comes to us courtesy of 411 Mania. 411 Mania is the sponsor of all of our shows, not just this one, but all of our other shows, including Outside the Ropes, ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, um, 
Raw Radio, Wrestling Revolution Hour, Wolfpack Radio Hour, The Power Hour, and so much more. We do want to thank all those people at 411 Mania for sharing our stories with us, however, here on the Talk Show Radio Network, ladies and gentlemen. And we appreciate them each and every day as they uh, give us the update of what's going on in the world in general. With that said, let's talk about uh, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, with our top stories, ladies and gentlemen. And here are our top stories of the day, however. Our first story comes to us from 411 Mania tonight from Jeffrey Harris, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, here is the story, ladies and gentlemen, as we get underway, however, with our top story of the evening, ladies and gentlemen, from 411 Mania. Of course, we do want to start off with a little entertainment news here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And with that said, however, here is the news that we are given to you right now, ladies and gentlemen. We do want to thank Jeremy Thomas of 411 Mania for reporting this story. It looks to be snowing more cash over at Disney come late December as Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, is aiming for a startup of up to $200 million. THR is reporting that the final film of the Skywalker saga is currently tracking between $175 and the $200 million mark right before Christmas. That said, those numbers are likely to be a no low estimate, it must be said, as tracking is getting clear as we are getting close to the film's release. And in case of the highly anticipated blockbuster, it typically means the production prediction goes up. For comparison, the tracking numbers are about where the same forecasts were for Star Wars The Force Awakens and Star Wars The Last Jedi. Those films started out with 248 and 220 million, respectively. As the site notes, however, Disney is currently trying to keep expectations from soaring too high due to the volatility of the box office as of late. Most notably, the failures of Terminator Dark Fate, Charlie's Angels, and Gemini Man, among others. And because Jumanji the next level will open up the week before Rise of the Skywalker, it will do, indeed provide some Christmas competition for this film. Rise of Skywalker, of course, ends the Star Wars trilogy coming up, however, December 20th, however. And, of course, will be the final chapter in the Star Wars legacy. Meanwhile, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen, again from 411 Mania, ladies and gentlemen, however, comes to us courtesy of our good friend, however, believe it or not, Jeremy Thomas, who has this story to report. Scarlett Johansson is set to return to the screen for Marvel in next year's Black Widow, and she says that she had no interest in doing the film and had it been an origin story. Johansson, of course, spoke with her handy affair for a feature story and discussed the upcoming film recently, which will be set after the events of Captain America Civil War and will explore the character's past. So do Hansen in the interview. I did not want it to be an origin story. I did not want it to be an espionage story. I didn't even want to feel superficial at all. I wanted to do it if it actually fit where I was with that character. I had spent such a long time peeling those layers away that I felt that unless we get to something deep, then there was no reason to make it. Because I had done my job and did my job in Endgame and actually felt satisfied with it, I would have been happy to let that be it. So there had to be a reason to do it other than just to milk something. She also went on to note, however, believe that she was hoping that it would contribute to the film, however, believe it or not, to those films that have, quote, elevated the genre of the comic book film, saying, quote, that's my goal. The film talks about a lot of tough stuff. It deals with a lot of trauma and pain, however. And I hope this film is empowering for people because I think Natasha is a very empowering person and also an inspiring person in a lot of ways. She has overcome so much and she's definitely brave. And so by elevating the genre, I mean I hope that I can be explosive and dynamic and have all that great fun stuff that goes with the genre. I hope that we can also talk about, you know, self-doubt and security and shame and disappointment and regret and all that stuff too. It has many different things, but it's just not that. However, there is a lot of deep stuff, I think, and that drives it. Of course, the movie will come out next May, and it'll also star, believe it or not, Rachel Weisz, however, as Mo- 
Lena. And Florence Pugh, however, believe it or not, best known for her role as Sarita Jade Beavis, if you will, however, better known to you all as WWE wrestler diva Paige in the movie Fighting With My Family, which was a big hit somewhat earlier this year. That will be coming out, of course, referring to um, the movie known as Black Widow coming up next May. Meanwhile, before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, however, we want to remind you that tonight, our wrestling revolution will be back on the air. However, after taking the night off yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, of course, we will get underway at 9 p.m. Of course, join Mr. WCW, myself, and the rest of the gang, including Danny from Oak Park, the possibly the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Also, of course, uh, GTS will be with me doing the news desk. However, John Gross, of course, my uh, human... Uh, Suplex Machine and Tag Team Partner on Raw Radio for the History Day Tower will be taking the weekend off. They'll be back with us on Monday, however, talking about Starcade, which we'll talk about in just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Coming up on the WWE Network this Sunday night, however, at 7 p.m. live from the Infinite Energy Center in Duluth, Georgia on the WWE Network. And, of course, this Monday on Raw Radio, episode number 219, ladies and gentlemen. Join John, myself, Fonzie, the Heartbreak Kid, Mr. WCW himself, the Black Widow, and GTS, as well as our good friend, the Rouse Snake and Al Patel, and the rest of the gang. As we will have a lot to discuss, the fun begins at 3 p.m. The caller ID is one three eight seven four four pound. But this uh, evening, of course, John will not be supplying the birthdays and dates. Instead, our good friend Mr. WCW will be filling in for John. Meanwhile, however, some other news to report here, ladies and gentlemen. However, according to reports, ladies and gentlemen, we understand some other news is going on. However, speaking of um, Starcade, of course, you have some interesting matchups coming up this week. However, at the Starcade show, which will be on this. Uh, like I said, Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll talk about some of those uh, interesting moments, ladies and gentlemen. So you definitely don't want to miss that, ladies and gentlemen, coming up on the network, if you will. Now, uh, also, ladies and gentlemen, we might be having a guest or two join the very special edition of Revolution tonight. There has been discussion that we might be having some legendary wrestlers on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But nothing has yet been confirmed, ladies and gentlemen, at this point. However, we will keep you up to date if we do hear anything else as far as that goes. And, of course, we will be getting the show underway, 138055 pound, beginning at 9 p.m. as well. Now, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen. However, speaking of Star Wars, we have another story, this time coming from Jeffrey Harris, ladies and gentlemen. And here is the story from Jeffrey Harris, ladies and gentlemen. Jeffrey Harris recently revealed, however, in an interview, however, not too long ago, speaking to Entertainment Weekly, sharing his thoughts on his favorite scene was on the controversial, often maligned prequel trilogy of the franchise. According to Abrams, his favorite scene was the one featuring Sheep, uh, Pal, Pat, Hatteen, speaking to Anakin Skywalker while watching the opera. In the scene, however, the character, however, Sheev, however, offers Anakin a dark tale about Darth uh, Plague. Is luring the young Jedi Knight further to the dark side of the Force. Abrams commented at the time, there's just something about this, that scene. There's just two people sitting there. It's visually interesting, but I just think Ian's performance in it is spectacular. Now, after interview Dalton Ross, however, cited the scene in The Phantom Menace where Darth Maul was split in half, however, Abrams noted that he thought while the scene was, quote, amazing, he was disappointed with how heavily Maul was hyped as a character but was then killed off before he could really be developed. Abrams stated, quote, it was over too quickly. Darth Maul did turn out to survive, however, appearing later in the Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, and the live-action Solo, which Abrams acknowledged. That said, Maul's character in the spin-off seemed, seemed far removed from the more stoic and terse character than in Episode One. Later on during the interview, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Abrams' act 
about the reaction to Rian Johnson's script for The Last Jedi, which surprisingly kills off the villain Supreme Leader Snoke, who appeared to be set up as the big bad, however, in the new trilogy by Abrams in The Force Awakens. J.J. stated at the time, quote, When I read his first draft, it made me laugh because I saw what was in his take in his voice. I got to watch cuts of the movie as he was working on as an audience member, and I appreciate the choices he made as a filmmaker that probably would have been made different from the choices that would have, I would have made. So he would have made different choices if he had made Episode Seven. So there you go, folks. Some interesting uh, choice words, to say the very least. Now, some other news to report, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we have the box office report for you, ladies and gentlemen, for this week. However, I'll also tell you about the new movies coming out this week, however. And let's just tell you about what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes, ladies and gentlemen, of what's going on at the box office. Last week, Frozen 2 was your winner at the box office. Howard Chilling and audiences with $130.2 million in its first week. Ford vs. Ferrari, meanwhile, dipped the second, however, with $15.7 million, and in two weeks' time has already made $57.7 million. Meanwhile, the very humble new movie, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks as Mr. Fred Rogers, however, fully on debut to a paltry $13.2 million. 21 Bridges, however, meanwhile, debuted in fourth, however, with $9.2 million. And Midway, however, took fifth, however, with $4.6 million, and in just three weeks' time has already made $43 million. So there you have, folks, some new uh, of the top five movies out this week. Movies last week, however, uh, believe it or not, however, new movies out this week. Now, movies coming out this week that are ones to watch out for include the following. Jamie Lee Curtis, Daniel Craig, and Christopher Palmer star in the goofy uh, uh, action thriller comedy, however, Knives Out. A detective investigating the death of a patriarch of an eccentric combative family is the story here in this one. Meanwhile, Queen and Slim, however, still can Chloe Savini, however, who started in the movie back in the day with Haley, um, what was her name? I can't remember. Let me think. You're just giving me Hillary Swank. There it is. Boys Don't Cry and Book of Woodbine star about a couple's first day taking an unexpected turn when a police officer pulls them over and they're on the run. This movie, of course, debuted earlier yesterday at theaters everywhere. Meanwhile, other movies out this week include, however, Max Burkhalter and Javier. Charvin called Almost Home, about a group of homeless teenagers in L.A. struggling to find themselves here. The question is, will Frozen 2 continue to uh, freeze out the competition in over $2 million this week and beat out Knives Out and Queen and Slim? Or will Knives Out and Queen and Slim how, rule the day how, and chop down Frozen and leave it in the deep freeze, no pun intended, this week by taking the number one spot away from Frozen? Well, we'll find out this week, ladies and gentlemen, when we have the box office report for you next Wednesday night. Now, uh, some sports news to report here, ladies and gentlemen, believe it or not, however. Uh, some interesting news going on, ladies and gentlemen. In college football, we have got a lot to talk about today and over the weekend, and here is the latest scoreboard ticker, however, as we will find out for you right now the big games going on, going on this week. Right now, midway through the second quarter, it is Appalachian State leading Howard 27-10 against Troy State. Appalachian State looking to finish out the season strong at 11-1. Meanwhile, earlier today, the Memphis Tigers beat the Cincinnati Bearcats to win the All-American Conference of the AAC Trophy as they hung on by 10 points to beat Cincinnati 34-24. Meanwhile, Boise State, Howard beat Colorado State to capture the Mountain West title, however, 31-24. Also in action today, Iowa State, or excuse me, not Iowa State, Iowa beat the Nebraska Cornhuskers despite the Huskers coming back in the second half. It was too little too late, and in the end, Iowa ended up winning the Big Ten West standings, however, hanging on by a field goal, 27-24, thanks to, believe it or not, their kicker who kicked the game-winning field goal as Keith Duncan nailed a 48-yarder 
with five seconds to go. Meanwhile, in the Battle of Virginia, the Virginia Cavaliers held off the Virginia Tech Hokies 39-30 to win the Coastal Division, however, and now will play Clemson next week in Charlotte for the ACC Championship. Coming up tomorrow, here are the games you will see in action. Ohio State will battle Michigan and Ann Arbor. Game time temperature is set to be 40 degrees with a chance of snow flurries and some sunshine along the way. Georgia and Georgia Tech will also be playing tomorrow at noon. While at 3.30, Howard, down in Alabama, the Battle of Alabama will commence between Alabama and Auburn. Meanwhile, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, Wisconsin and Minnesota will go at TCF Bank Stadium. Game time temperature for that is set to be 32 degrees, but a chance of flurries throughout the game could be possible. Then tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, we got some doozies, including Notre Dame and Stanford Howard live from Polo Alto, California, beginning at 4 p.m. Texas A&M and LSU in Louisiana, where the weather is supposed to be gorgeous for the evening. However, Florida and Florida State game time temperature is set to be 80 degrees and sunny in Florida. Oklahoma and Oklahoma State in Oklahoma, high of 65 at kickoff hour will be a nice night in Stillwater, Oklahoma, unlike other places where they are getting socked in with some major, major weather, to say the least, including Minneapolis, Milwaukee, and Chicago, as early projections have said that they are going to be getting up to a foot, maybe a foot and a half of snow. Meanwhile, some other games going on right now include TCU and West Virginia. TCU leading West Virginia late in the game, 17-13, to however, in Fort Worth. In the Battle of the Apple Cup, the Washington Huskies, however, are beating, however, the Washington State Cougars, however, late in the game, 31-13. And Arizona, excuse me, not Arizona State, Arkansas State, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, is battling South Alabama right now. South Alabama leading early in the second half, 14-7. Meanwhile, for your NFL needs, however, we've got some big games this week, including Pittsburgh and Cleveland round two. After what happened two weeks ago in Cleveland, however, can the Pittsburgh Steelers keep their playoff hopes alive against the Browns? We'll find out this Sunday at 1 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, however, when those two teams tangle. Meanwhile, the Washington Redskins will be hosting the Carolina Hurricanes, however, excuse me, not the Hurricanes, Panthers, in Charlotte, North Carolina. That'll be interesting as John and Chad's team will be going toe-to-toe. Last night, the New Orleans Saints clinched the NFC South Division, however, beating the Atlanta Falcons 26-18 in Atlanta. The Buffalo Bills beat the Dallas Cowboys, if you will, however, despite a good night by Dak Prescott, however. After the game, there was said to be shouting and yelling, however, between Michael Bennett, the former New England defenseman, and coach and owner Jerry Jones, excuse me, owner Jerry Jones and coach Jason Garrett, despite the fact over the last few weeks it's been rumored that Jason Garrett could be let go, the Cowboys said that they're going to finish out the season with him, however, and then maybe make a move, if you will, at some point. Meanwhile, earlier in the day, the Detroit Lions, however, tried to give the Chicago Bears a game, however, and they almost came through with a big win, but in the end came up short as they lost 24-20 to on a last-second touchdown by the Bears with two minutes to go. Meanwhile, other games of note this week include the Oakland Raiders trying to get back on the beam as they will travel out to snowy Kansas City. The Raiders are coming off a tough loss last Sunday in New York. The Kansas City Chiefs, meanwhile, of course, coming off a big win a week and a half ago in Mexico City. And they will be back home, led by their homie, if you will, Pat Mahomes, if you will, hoping to keep the AFC West title locked down for them. Meanwhile, however, Sunday night should be a great game. Tom Brady and Deshaun Watson will be going toe-to-toe with each other as New England travels down to Houston. And on Monday night, folks, Minnesota travels out to Seattle as Dalvin Cookhauer will take on Mr. Russell Wilson and the Seahawks, who are playing pretty good football right now as far as this coming Monday night. Meanwhile, speaking of college football, however, we do have another story to report here, ladies and gentlemen. This comes, of course, from ESPN, ladies and gentlemen, from one of their writers, Howard, Tom Van Heron, who reports the following. After what happened last night, ladies and gentlemen, between Ole Miss and Mississippi, we understand, receiver Elijah Moore has apologized for his little incident, however, during the Rebels' loss to Mississippi State last night. 
According to reports, however, he said this in a statement just a short time ago. I apologize to my teammates and Rebel Nation for my actions at the end of the game. It was an emotional moment I deeply regretted. It does not represent who I am or who we are as a team, and I will go stronger from this mistake. Now, Moore, as you know, scored a touchdown in Thursday's game with four seconds left to bring the Rebels within a point of tying the game and sending it in overtime. He then got down on all four throughs in the end zone, lifting his leg to imitate a dog, well, let's just say peeing. This drew a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty and pushed the extra point uh, tying uh, goal, however, uh, game tying extra point back. Kicker Luke Logan missed the extra point, and as a result, Ole Miss lost the game 21-20. As a result, Ole Miss coach Matt Luke and athletic directors Keith Carter Howard were not very happy about Moore's celebration after the game and absolutely reprimanded him for his actions, if you will. As a result, however... Moore did apologize to his coaches and his teammates earlier today on what was a very, very strange ending, to say the least. Meanwhile, speaking of strange, how about this, folks? This is according to reports, however. Cardinals uh, player Josh Shaw is in very hot water with the league tonight, ladies and gentlemen. According to reports, however, we understand he has been suspended for the rest of the year and possibly all of next year, but betting on games on multiple occasions this season for the Cardinals. Shaw, who has not played a game all season long, however, believe it or not, was put on injured reserve back in August, however, with a shoulder injury. He, however, can file an appeal of the suspension within three days, but the investigation into the matter of Shaw did not uncover evidence that indicated he used inside information that any game was compromised. However, they did announce that his teammates, coaches, and players around the league were not aware of him gambling. Earlier today, Commissioner Roger Goodell said this about Shaw's actions, however, in a statement issued from the league office in New York. The continued success of the league depends directly on each of us doing everything necessary to safeguard the integrity of the game and the reputations of all who participate in the league. At the core of this responsibility is the long-standing principle that betting on games or any element, uh, on any element of a game puts at risk the integrity of the game, damages public confidence in the league, and is forbidden under all circumstances. If you work in any capacity, you may not bet on any games or anything whatsoever with the league. Unfortunately, Mr. Shaw did not know that, and now we are taking the appropriate action due to this. So unfortunately, uh, big, big, uh, tough loss, however, for the Arizona Cardinals, and especially after what went down uh, earlier uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, as far as that goes. Now, we also want to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, this Tuesday night, you can check us out at 7 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, for Wrestling Revisited and Revolution. 139926 pound, of course, and 138055 pound. GTS and I will have your news headlines for you at 9 o'clock. Of course, John will be back with the birthdays and dates on Tuesday night. Also, we'll have a time and place in our location, ladies and gentlemen, this coming week, Howard. So we'll definitely have Wrestling Revisited back for you, Howard, this coming Tuesday night, Howard, as we're inching ever so closely to episode number 200. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, we do have a surprise for you maybe this week, Howard, on, uh, or not this week. We have heard, Howard, ladies and gentlemen, that there could be a surprise in store for Revolution tonight. Now, meanwhile, we do understand, how that these matches have been announced, ladies and gentlemen, for this coming Wednesday night on AEW Dynamite Live from Champaign, Illinois, at the State Farm Center. These matches were announced uh, late yesterday afternoon, believe it or not, according to reports, and here are the matches that have been announced for this week. It will be Trent, a.k.a. Trent Beretta, taking on of, uh, the best friends, however, taking on Ray Fenex, with an IX, if you will, of the young uh, Lucha Bros. Meanwhile, however, the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes will be taking on the Inner Circles of Santana, Ortiz, and Sammy Guevara in a six-person tag. That should be a great match there. And yes, folks, however, Joey Janelle, the party boy himself, will take on 
John Moxley, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, whatever you want to call him, ladies and gentlemen. Janelle, of course, was issued a challenge by Moxley, however, Tuesday, however, right before Dynamite in Chicago, however. Janelle, believe it or not, yesterday afternoon announced how he has accepted Moxley's invitation. And so those two will get it on with each other next Wednesday night, ladies and gentlemen, on TNT, however, at the State Farm Center, ladies and gentlemen, in Champaign. So there you go, folks. Some interesting matches coming up next week, ladies and gentlemen on AEW Dynamite, if you will. Of course, as you know, this past week was a very interesting night, if you will, as far as AEW Dynamite goes as well. And that being said, of course, we have some other news, however, going on. As we said, this coming Monday night, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Monday Night Raw will be coming to you live from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. Next Friday night, we will be in Fayetteville, North Carolina, for the Tribute to the Troops show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Live from Fayetteville, North Carolina. And then two weeks on Monday, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in Greenville, South Carolina at the Bonsker Wellness Center, ladies and gentlemen, in Greenville, South Carolina, as Monday Night Raw making a stop there. However, once again, the Carolinas, this time in Greenville, if you will, are with live action. Now, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out the WWE Superstars also at a facility near these locations. Coming up tonight at the Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, however, believe it or not, at the Arena Ciudad de Mexico in Mexico City, as they will be in Mexico City tomorrow night, however, for a live action there. As we told you, this Monday will be in Nashville, plus this Monday, ladies and gentlemen, come meet the man herself, Becky Lynch, however, at 11 o'clock in the morning at 7074 Charlotte Pike, Nashville, Tennessee, at the Cricket Wireless Store, 37209 from 11 to 1.30 this coming Monday before Raw takes to the air live from Music City, USA. Uh, we also told you about the Big Red Monster tomorrow from 12 to 2 and from 5.30 to 7.30 at the Books and Million in Mount Juliet and in Knoxville, Tennessee, his hometown tomorrow afternoon, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen. You don't want to miss that, folks. Also, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, we told you about we'll be in Fayetteville next week. Uh, two weeks from now, we'll be in Greenville. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we will be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin a couple weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on Friday, December 13th in Milwaukee, the Fierce Off Forum, ladies and gentlemen, in Brewtown, right before the final pay-per-view of the decade, however, and of 2019, ladies and gentlemen, however, which we'll talk more about in just a moment. But anyway, we'll be in Milwaukee a couple weeks from tonight, ladies and gentlemen, in Brewtown. Then, folks, Sunday, December 15th, we will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota on my birthday at the Target Center for the final pay-per-view of the year at the Target Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And yes, folks, Monday, December 16th, however, we will be doing a double shot. That's right, a double shot of Monday Night Raw. First off, of course, we will be taping the pre-Christmas edition of Raw live at the Wells Fargo Arena. And then later in the evening, we'll be doing a live version of Raw that will air that night. But the one that will be taped, however, will be airing the following week on a tape delay, however, right before Christmas, if you will. Then Friday, December 21st, we will be in Brooklyn, New York, ladies and gentlemen, at the Barclays Center, ladies and gentlemen, the Friday before Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, as we will be live there. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Friday, December 27th, ladies and gentlemen, the final show of the year and of the decade, however, will be commenced at the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Rock City, Detroit, Michigan, ladies and gentlemen, two days after Christmas, as we will be live in Hockeytown, USA, and then, Monday, December 30th, ladies and gentlemen, we will wrap up 2019 with a big bang, no pun intended, and start the new decade off soon with a bigger bang, ladies and gentlemen, that night, as the superstars will be in Hartford, Connecticut, ladies and gentlemen, at the XL Center. Now, here's where we're going to be coming up in January. Memphis, Tennessee. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Believe it or not. Evansville, Indiana. Lexington, Kentucky. Greensboro, North Carolina. Dallas, Wichita. Houston, San Antonio. And, of course, also Tulsa, Oklahoma. So, folks, that is just some of the locations we're going to be hitting over the next several weeks, however, and we will definitely be keeping you up to date with that. Don't forget, this Monday we will be in Music City, USA, however, for Monday Night Raw. 
the first of our final four Raws of the year, however, ladies and gentlemen, in the first uh, Raw of uh, this, of the month of December, as we will be wrapping up 2019 with a bang, but like I said, the final four Raws of 2019 and of the uh, decade of the 2010s, if you will, wrap up, of course, ladies and gentlemen, on December 3rd, so you do not want to miss that. Of course, don't forget, Raw Radio will be doing a very special edition of the pre-Christmas edition of Raw and also of New Year's, ladies and gentlemen, on Monday, December 23rd, and also Tuesday, excuse me, not Tuesday, Monday, December 30th, if you will, from both uh, here at the studios here in Pittsburgh, ladies and gentlemen, and also, believe it or not, the following Monday, December 3rd, because oddly enough, December 23rd is going to be very unique because we will not be going on the road the Monday before Christmas. Because they're going to be taping Raw the 16th hour, we are not going to be back out on the road again until right after Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, two weeks after Christmas, however, if you will, December 30th. But then we come home for New Year's, if you will, and then we'll be back on the air, however, again, following the December 30th edition of Raw Radio for the first show of 2020, ladies and gentlemen, Monday, January 6th from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, ladies and gentlemen, at the Chesapeake Energy Arena. Tickets went on sale for that show last Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Tickets are still on sale for that show, in case you're wondering. And also, ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow tickets will go on sale for the SmackDown show for Friday, January 31st at the BOK Center. That's tomorrow morning, ladies and gentlemen, at the Box Center in Tulsa. You want to get your tickets now, however, in case you're wondering. And of course, earlier today, you could have gotten your tickets for Friday Night SmackDown. That'll be coming up the Friday before the Royal Rumble, ladies and gentlemen, live at the American Airlines Center in Big D, Dallas, Texas. We're going to be coming back down there to Von Air Country, if you will, at the end of January, at the end of next month. That is going to be a lot of fun. So, folks, Get your tickets now for the big show in Dallas today and also tomorrow if you're in the Tulsa, Oklahoma area for the big show coming up Friday, January the 31st. <clears throat> Excuse me. one 605 ladies and gentlemen. Call ID 141387. This is episode 183 of Outside the Ropes. I am your host, the Iceman, Jerry DiGiolmo, filling in for Mr. WCW Chad Hinshaw tonight. He will be back with us next week, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, he told everyone to say hello to everyone. I hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I had a wonderful Thanksgiving myself. Uh, 25 people coming to my house, as you know. Ladies and gentlemen, in fact, believe it or not, however, it was very entertaining, and it was uh, very exciting, to say the least. But that being said, folks, uh, we'll definitely be, uh, like I said, keeping up to what's going on. Uh, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about very quickly. Of course, earlier today, uh, some very heartbreaking things happened however, in the world. We're going to talk about it right now, if we can. First off, uh, Dateline, London, England, of course, in case no one here heard the news, ladies and gentlemen. A man wearing apparently a fake explosive vest tower earlier today stabbed several people in London, killing two people in what people are treating it as a terrorist attack before being tackled by members of the public and then fairly shot by officers on the bridge. Metropolitan Police Officer uh, Kresda Dick said that two stabbing victims had died and three injured people were being treated in the hospitals, ladies and gentlemen. Health officials said that one of the injured was in critical but stable condition. One was stable and the third had less serious injuries. Dick said at the time police were, were, quote, working at full tilt to determine whether anyone was involved in the attack. However, she did not say whether the suspect was known to the police, however, noting that it was a, quote, very fast-moving, dynamic investigation, and we will keep you updated. Now, the violence, of course, erupts two and a half years after a van and a knife attack in the same area killed eight people and less than two weeks before Britain holds a national election right before Christmas. The main political parties have suspended campaigning in London as a mark of respect and will be back at it possibly as early as next week. Meanwhile, Prime Minister Boris Johnson said tonight, however, that he will chair a member of the government's emergency committee and that to the best of their knowledge, the incident has been contained, but the details are still emerging. 
Meanwhile, Metropolitan Police Counterterrorism Chief Neil Basu said just a short time ago, the suspect appeared to be wearing a bomb vest, but it turned out to be a hoax explosive device, if you will. Now, Cambridge-based prison education organization Learn Together was holding an event there on, of course, ladies and gentlemen, Friday evening, and the University of Cambridge said it was, quote, gravely concerned about students, staff, and alumni who might have been caught up in the attack. The police chief also said that officers were called to Fishmonger's Hall shortly before 3 p.m. this afternoon, 9 o'clock this morning, at a conference venue at the north end of the bridge. The pedestrian and the vehicle between bridge links the city's business district to the south bank of the River Thames. Minutes after the savings report, we understand witnesses saw a man with a knife being wrestled to the ground by members of the public on the bridge before armed response officers shot him dead. Of course, we will keep you up to date with this story. Meanwhile, in other news, ladies and gentlemen, however, in the Netherlands, however, according to reports tonight, ladies and gentlemen, an assailant, however, we understand, however, stabbed three people, however, in a busy shopping district in that area, and the police are still searching for the suspect. The attack came just hours after a man wearing a fake explosive vest stabbed several people, however, earlier in the day, however, in London, however. A Dutch police spokeswoman said it was too early to say whether a terror motive was to blame for that, however, as well. The victims, of course, were all minors, but it was unclear whether any of their wounds were life-threatening or whether or not they may have been hurt when the crowds of holiday shoppers panicked. The stabbing happened around 8 p.m., however, when a man attacked several people on the streets. Authorities have offered no immediate motive or why this actually happened. Police, of course, as a result, however, sealed off a wide perimeter behind, which onlookers were kept at bay. This stabbing, of course, happened in an area team with shoppers as supermarket chains and luxury shops were lit up with early Christmas decorations, however. Now, this, of course, comes from an incident less than a year ago that happened here, too, when two Americans were wounded in a knife attack that prosecutors said at the time had a terrorist motive. Of course, we will keep you up to date with both of these stories throughout the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, and if we hear anything different, we will be sure to pass along to you. Meanwhile, getting back to sports news for just a moment, ladies and gentlemen, we do have some other news to report here in the world today, however, here in Pittsburgh especially, ladies and gentlemen, and let's tell you what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. Earlier today, however, in Holidaysburg, Pennsylvania, just a couple hours east of Pittsburgh, the Thomas Jefferson Jaguars, however, beat Lampeter Strasburg 44-2 here, ladies and gentlemen, and as a result, they have punched their ticket, ladies and gentlemen, however, to the state championship final. That will be next weekend in Hershey, Pennsylvania. They will face either the Jersey Shore, no, not uh, Snooky. Paulie D, however, Ronnie, and of course the situation, the other Jersey Shore, Jersey Shore High School, that is, ladies and gentlemen, or they will face Dallas. No, not the Dallas Cowboys, not J.R. Ewing, not Bobby Ewing, not the whole Ewing Barnes feud, however, but Dallas High School. That'll commence, of course, Thursday night, ladies and gentlemen, however, in the PIAA final at Hershey Park Stadium. They won three state titles in five years from 2004 to 2008. Shane Stump, of course, completed 7-10 passing for three touchdowns and a buck 80, however, in the air that saw them route Lampeter Strasburg this afternoon in Holidaysburg, just a couple of hours away, 44-2, if you will, however, and as a result, however, they looked pretty good in doing so. So congratulations to the Thomas Jefferson Jaguars and Bill Sharpick. Meanwhile, however, in a heartbreaker earlier just ended moments ago in Altoona, ladies and gentlemen, the Gateway Gators, however, put up a hell of a fight here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, however, mind you, and as a result, however, they turned over the ball four times, however, and as a result, however, it was a tough one. As Shamar Price's dazzling run, who was 30 seconds time near the end of the third quarter, tied the game and almost had a chance to give Gateway a chance to punch their ticket to the final. 
Unfortunately, however, in the end, Archbishop Wood, however, came up big, however, when they had to. And as a result, the Gators were looking to chomp their way to the championship, however, will have to wait another year or so as they lost a very heartbreaking game here tonight, 24-21. The Gators finished the season 12-3, and after the game, Don Hall, of course, however, said when it ends, whether it's the finals of the regular season, it is tough. We had chances to win the game. We just couldn't get the job done. Here's what Hall said after the game just a few moments ago. Just a night of missed opportunities and blown chances and untimely penalties. You know, they give them credit. They made some plays um, down the stretch, um, especially when they needed to. But um, we, I think it was, we just did to ourselves all night. Can you explain the, the miscues, the fumbles? Oh, the... guys trying too hard to, you know, make a block on the edge and they block in the back or maybe they hang on a little bit, you know, just, just you know, sometimes it's just, uh, um, you know, a little careless, you know, take another step rather than grab. Other times it's, um, you know, it's just a uh, kid trying too hard to make a play. Does that, does that make it worse, make it hurt more when, when you don't feel like you did your best game? Absolutely, in a game like this? absolutely. And, again, taking no credit away from them, um, that was our game to win. We didn't win it. So there you go, folks. A real tough one for the Gators to swallow, however, despite the fact they played one hell of a final just a few weeks ago or I believe it was last week, yes, it was last week, against Pierce Township, winning by one. But today, the Gators come up short, however, losing by three, 24-21, what was no doubt a very thrilling game in Altoona's Mansion Park this afternoon. As a result, however, the big points came, however, believe it or not, however, uh, when Robbie Meyer kicked a 25-yard game-winning field goal with three ticks on the clock, if you will. Price, of course, as we said, finished the game, uh, believe it or not, however, believe it or not, had seven passes for 108 yards, however, on the night, however, for the Gators, however. As a result, Archbishop Boyd, 10-3, now will play for its 10th state title in 12 years next week. As they had 239 yards on 27 carries from Kalen Costello, including two big runs, however, of 73 and 95 yards, 95 being the biggest one of them all. Meanwhile, however, Gator quarterback Bryson Vincenzo, however, was 24-32 for 237 in the air and two scores. However, he was sacked nine times, however, in the game. Meanwhile, however, if you will, however, Gateway was already playing the game without their superstar, Derek Davis, however, of course, who, as you know, will be one of the best players in the state, no doubt, next season, if he decides to come back next season, if you will. There's been already talk that he's getting a lot of schools chasing after him, being one of the top juniors, if you will, in the country, ladies and gentlemen. And with that said, of course, uh, we'll see where he ends up going to college. But right now, he can write his ticket to his own college, if you will. Uh, Schools like Pitt, Penn State, Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, USC, uh, Ohio State, if you will, Florida, Florida State, Miami, are all chasing after him. Unfortunately, he did not play in today's game, and that kind of contributed to the loss as well. But, again, tip your cap to Don Hall's Gators, boys. I mean, they really played a hell of a game this season, or tonight, and they also played a hell of a season there as well. Uh, a very tough loss, nevertheless, for the Gators, and it's going to be a very emotional one, no doubt, coming home back to Monroeville tonight, and a couple hours away from Altoona, or two and a half hours away. It's going to be a very painful ride home, and I know it's going to be a lot of emotion, but again, you've got to give the Gators credit. They almost came through, Howard, but again, tip of the cap to both squads, Howard, nevertheless. Uh, right now, there's some other games going on tonight. Right now, we're going to get an update on those games, too. Uh, Central Valley, of course, looking to punch their ticket to Hershey, if you will. Right now, they're up early in the first quarter, 8 nothing on Bald Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. That's Bald Eagle, ladies and gentlemen. Meanwhile, however, let you know, however, uh, right now, it's going on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get an update on what's happening right now. Avonworth, however, that's right. The Avonworth Lopes, however, not quitting, however. And Park Penrod, however, 7-7 seven seven so far. 141 in the air. Darian Miller, 8 carries, 44 yards. 
Kalen Bender, 4 for 5, 49 yards passing. Jackson Miller, who had an incredible game last week of 300 yards rushing against the Washington Lopexies that gave the Lopes their first title since the late 50s, ladies and gentlemen, since 1959, almost six decades ago, where they smashed the Lopexies 28 to 7. Now lead at the half at Slippery Rock right now, 21-14. They are hoping to punch their ticket to their first state title final ever. And we want to wish the Lopes, of course, in Coach Duke John Kerr and his team the best of luck tonight. A big game, no doubt about it, against the District 10 champ Wilmington Greyhounds. Uh, the Lopes are hoping to punch their ticket to Hershey tonight. We'll see if they're going to be able to do it. We'll keep you up to date throughout the night on Revolution as far as that goes. Also, ladies and gentlemen, later on, coming up tonight, the Claren Bears are taking on the Farrell Steelers. Of course, that game is just getting underway right now at North Allegheny High School, just up the road from my neck of the woods, about 10 minutes away. Of course, tomorrow afternoon, the Central Catholic Vikings will be traveling to Altoona as well to take on the State College Lions. Uh, Central Catholic, always a very tough team. Of course, coming off a very big win against Pine Ridge, and a close one a few weeks ago, 10-7. Last week survived a scare, however, if you will. As a result, however, they will be playing St. Joe's Prep tomorrow, not State College. I meant to say St. Joe's Prep, not State College. They did get by State College last week, 24-21. But I'll tell you what, St. Joe's Prep always gives Central a tough game. And I'll tell you what, they got some big kids on that St. Joe's Prep team, including one of the top juniors in the state, Marvin Harrison Jr., the son of former uh, Syracuse Orangeman and Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Marvin Harrison Sr. Uh, again, he's one of the top kids in the state, referring to Harrison. Also, uh, Aaron Donald's nephew, Elliot Donald, one of the top kids of Central Catholic, a big junior, 6'2", 245, leading the Vikes into battle, and Coach Terry Totten, they are hoping to get back to Hershey again. That is going to be a big, big game at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon. You can bet on that. Uh, of course, we will keep you up to date with the Amworth and the Claritin game tonight, but again, congratulations to all the teams, however, who made it this far. Uh, the championships, of course, are next week, ladies and gentlemen, for some teams. Some teams had their season end a little bit last week, and of course, this week, their seasons could end, but uh, it's been a good season of high school football, again, in the Pennsylvania area, no doubt about it. But, again, a tough loss for the Gators tonight, a good win for the TJ Jaguars. We'll see what happens with Amworth and Clareton, of course, coming up throughout the night, and we will keep you up to date on Revolution during tonight's show, if anything comes of it. Um, right now, it's 7.30 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, here on this Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, November 29th, hour 2019, 11.29.19. As I said, folks, we hope to have a surprise for you coming up tonight on Revolution. A former, let's just say, unique wrestler and wrestlers could be gracing us with their presence, ladies and gentlemen. Who they are, we don't, I'm not going to liberty to say yet, but let's just say we're going to keep you up to date with this story, folks. It's going to be a fun night. You can bet on that. We're going to have a lot to talk about here tonight as well. Again, I do want to thank all of you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening in tonight. However, before we close out the night, uh, let's give you the number one more time. However, and also uh, something, uh, something else to talk about very quickly. one 562 Call ID 1413810-POUND. And uh, we'll be back in just a minute, folks. So hold on.
Okay, I'm back now, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, just tying some loose ends here. Of course, don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you also, ladies and gentlemen, however, you can check out a couple other things right now. First off, uh, Bulldog DVD sales on FacebookLive.com right now where you can get DVDs for $1. That's right, only $1 between now and the end of the year. Tell them JD the Iceman sent you and definitely put a word in to Mr. WCW, Dad Hinshaw. Well, right now, however, at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety, we take a bite out of the cost to bring you the best selection ever. Get your best in drama, TV, comedy movies, wrestling, uh, animated movies, however, horror, action, adventure, and even sci-fi. Again, that is at Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety on Facebook.com. Be sure to check that out and tell them J.D. the Iceman sent you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check out, however, believe it or not, a couple other pages on Facebook, ladies and gentlemen, including John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated, ladies and gentlemen, where every week John talks with his colleagues, not only myself, but his panel as well, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, any topics you want to add, however, whether it be wrestling, non-wrestling, however, be sure to check it out now today, ladies and gentlemen. And as a result, however, we'll definitely uh, get you into that, however. But folks, you definitely want to be welcome to this page, however. Everything is welcome here. Of course, we talk about wrestling matches on Roch Party, also championship Pay-per-view predictions, the winner of that, of course, will defend it when the next big event happens, of course, next year at WrestleMania. It's similar to NASCAR. Again, have any, as John says, have fun and don't do anything I wouldn't do. Well, John, that's very true. But, folks, if you're looking for a good place to check out, check on Facebook.com, ladies and gentlemen. John Gross Sports and Wrestling Incorporated. And tell them J.D. Iceman sent you. Also, folks, check out on Facebook.com, Movie Fans Worldwide Point 2.0, where you can put up your favorite movie soundtracks, past or present, also actor and actresses. And give us a review of your favorite movies, past or present. Plus, we can also add wrestling, sports stuff, Howard, on sports stuff, Howard, including news headlines from the, all over the world, ladies and gentlemen. But we ask you one thing, Howard, if you're willing to join, Howard. We don't want any dirty movies of any kind or any dirty um, pictures of uh, any uh, adult actors or actresses of any kind. Otherwise, you will be kicked out and not allowed to return to the group. So if you do something like this, however then you are not welcome, Howard, to the group whatsoever. But if you are not going to do something like this, Howard, and you want to contribute to the group, just check us out on Facebook.com, Howard, and you will be welcome with open arms. Okay, um, I don't think there's anything else to talk about. I mean, we've gone through pretty much everything and then some. Again, I do want to thank all of you for uh, joining us here this evening. I also want to say hello to our friends at the Hop House, including Dane, Missy, Pat, Jason, Matt, Brad, Brian, and company, Howard, the Iceman says hello to all of you guys. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen, from the Iceman. And I'll be talking to you guys at some point either this weekend or early next week. So, guys, again, I say hello to all of you down there at the Hop House. And I will be catching up with you guys on the flip side either sometime tomorrow or before this, maybe this Sunday, folks, Howard, for the big game as well. Anyway, folks, not much else to discuss right now. Again, I do want to thank all of you for joining us here this evening. Uh, very, uh, we're very happy you could join us here, ladies and gentlemen. And we hope you enjoyed our show, ladies and gentlemen. And it was definitely, indeed, a good show. I think uh, we'll be back in our normal time slot next week, ladies and gentlemen. We can tell you that it'll be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen. How? Like I said, I'm just doing this here. Hold on a second. Hold on, I'm just checking some. That's fine, it folks.
Ah, sì, ma giusto. Hold on, we're just checking. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm just checking something here, folks. Bear with me here. Okay. I got it, I got it, I got it. Okay. Well, folks, uh, I guess that's all the time we got for you right now, ladies and gentlemen. We will talk to you again, ladies and gentlemen, next week, however. And we will definitely uh, have a lot to discuss, however, folks, however. So, folks, uh, definitely uh, we will talk to you soon. Have a great night. Be careful out there and this week with the weather and everything and also with the shopping. Christmas is finally here, ladies and gentlemen, however. And uh, starting on Monday, we're going to play some Christmas music on Raw Radio, so don't be uh, surprised we have a few tunes that you're going to like on the Christmas edition of Raw Radio heading into the holiday season. Folks, uh, we'll talk to you again uh, this Monday, and of course later on tonight with Revolution, as Mr. W.C.W. will be back on the air at 9 p.m. So for now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside, and we'll talk to you soon. As we take you out tonight, however, we have a little chilly music for you from the legendary movie from 1976 starring Gregory Peck, Lee Remick, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, David Warner. It is Jerry Goldsmith's very intense thriller, The Omen, and it is coming to you from the movie soundtrack of The Omen, however, the song is entitled Ava Santini, ladies and gentlemen. So for right now, let's play it for you as we close it out here at episode 183. And we'll talk to you soon.
Have a good night, everyone. Try to stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon. Good night, everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.